Welcome to Just Charisma, episode 18. I'm your host, Brayden Charisma. Alongside me today is Aaron Moore. How's it going? Good, man. How you doing? Not too bad at all. Nice. Uh, Aaron, he does stand-up comedy. He performed in a heavy metal band, and he's working on his degree for child and youth care. It's, he's a pretty exciting guy. It's, like, when you say it like that, I'm just like, who is this guy? Like, you're, you're so It busy. just doesn't make any sense. Like, it just, like... I'll, none of those things have any <laughs> correlation. That's why it's just really weird. But no, uh... Yeah. No, I used to... I used to perform live in a band, which was really cool, and I think it was, like, in that part of my life where I was, like, you know, school can, can wait, because I don't exactly know what I'm doing, but right. I can have a lot of fun, and it's funny, I lived in a house where it was six of us, Yep. we had four bedrooms, three levels, and uh, f- uh, three of the people I lived with uh, were in that band, Okay. Uh, two of the other people were... Um, girlfriends of people's uh, yep. people that were in that band and then two of those people that were in that house were also people I worked I worked with so oh, cool. it was just crazy like I think it was probably a little bit too much for the friendships to like see each other at school at, sorry at work and at home yeah. and be in this band like it was probably too much but it was a cool part of my life where you know I got to play a lot of shows to a lot of people and um, people actually like created a big buzz on, of our music online uh, just because we were pretty unique but um, yeah it was cool. That's cool. What was the band called? It was called Abaddon, um, which so metal. Uh, basically, it's the uh, the Greek word for um, this guy who opened the pit of hell. He's like a Greek demon. Or okay. Whatever, so, yeah. So then, why like do you are you really passionate about metal music or? I definitely used to be. I, I still am. Don't get me wrong. Um, I do vocals now in a project just with a friend of mine on the side who. Uh, he's, he's a LPN, so he's, like, oh, working yeah, okay. all hours of the day yeah. and night, so we just get time together to hang out and maybe bust out a couple things and record some stuff in his room, but... That's cool. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I always grew up listening to rock music. My dad, like, had me on classic rock and stuff, and then that kind of turned into metal, and, like, my dad's a huge metal fan. He has, like, he's covered in tattoos. He's, like, he's a biker. But okay, yeah. he, uh, he definitely, uh kind of steered me in that direction it's funny now because like i take a little bit of time off from from listening to so much metal like i i definitely listen to a lot more hip-hop these days and some more popular music like more radio stuff but um yeah i'm like a huge religiously huge post malone fan which i get a lot of crap for i love post malone dude he's just so good like like his voice is just unreal his voice is crazy his lack of care for what anybody thinks of him is like just you you want that you do you want yeah. to feel like that you you probably won't but you want it and then i think <laughs> on top of it like just his musicianship like the guy played in a heavy metal band when he was in in his uh, teenage years and okay. never uh never made it he actually tried out for a band that was actually pretty big called uh crown the empire which was kind of cool but okay they actually didn't <laughs> accept him as the guitar player so everything happens for a reason obviously for sure but, but I mean, look, uh, like, look at him now biggest right one of the biggest rappers out there and I just, I don't know, I see him in interviews and stuff, and I'm just like, why am I not friends with this guy? Like, this guy's so cool, <laughs> and uh, we just have the same sense of humor. So, no, I'm a huge Post Malone fan, but I definitely catch a lot for it, but... No, I, you know, you won't get any hate here. Like, I love Post Malone. He's awesome. Like, and you know what? I've converted so many people into uh, Post fans, so... Yeah, like, there's nothing... Like, I love hearing, like, when he hits the, like, the longer notes and he gets that little ripple in his oh, voice. Dude, like, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. He calls gosh. it, like, the goat voice, which I think is so, so cool. So cool, like... On two levels, it sounds like a goat, and it's also greatest of all time, for sure. Yeah, just to me. for sure, right? <laughs> but that being said, uh, he's a big basketball fan. You're a basketball fan. Yeah. Who's your team? I never asked you. I like the Raptors. You're a Raptors I'm fan. a Raptors guy. Like, they traded DeMar, so I was like... 
That's crazy, man. That... I I thought he was gonna be there. Like, I mean, I wouldn't have ever expected him them to be. Like, to trade him? I thought the Kawhi thing had fizzled out. Like, I thought it was kind of over. Because there were so many talks about, like, yeah, you know, Raptors are going to make a big push for Kawhi, da 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 But it seems like the Raptors always have that buzz, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then when it dropped, I was like... I remember, like, waking up to go to the washroom in the morning, and I just, like, <laughs> opened my phone, and I had a TSN uh, notification, and yeah. I was like... like I this. had to, like, make sure that I opened my eyes fully, <laughs> just to make sure I was seeing what I was seeing. And, yeah, yeah just seeing DeRoz- DeRozan go the other way, I was like... Sure, it makes sense, but what? Like, like it's he, just crazy. He's like their like all star. He's like their like their player. And I mean, like, I mean, I, like it, it happens. It's sports. Like, it's the one thing I guess I would ask is like, do you think Kawhi's gonna stick around? Is my question. Like, like I like I've talked with some people and they think like they've 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 said they don't believe that he wants to play the Toronto, but like I I haven't really like looked too much into it. But I mean, I think Toronto's got like. They're a good team. Like they did really well last year. They have all the pieces. It's yeah. just I think uh, I think they just have some bad luck. I mean, having that curse of of going down four straight against the Cavs, it oh just my it sucks. I mean, going into that playoffs, you're like this team has to make it to the Eastern Conference Final. Like there's no way it won't. Mm-hmm. I just think it's tough because Kawhi's a superstar. Yeah, one of the best players in the league right now. And I think if it if he wasn't injured, obviously it would be non negotiable. He'd be he'd be one of the best. Yeah. But I think when it comes down to it, if next year, this time of the year, uh, Toronto has all the term to give him and all the money to give him, and he can convince one other guy to come with him at some point, I could see him staying. And I, I think he'd do good for like leadership and everything like that. I think he's got a lot for to sure. offer. And like, for I, sure. I do think it's... I think he's a good player to have on the team. I just... It's too bad they had to get rid of DeMar. It's it's crazy to think about. He's yeah. he's Toronto's son. The thing that's tough though is like, you knew they were gonna do something big. Yeah. They they fired Dwayne Casey, which is like I don't even think that was the right move because I don't think it was Dwayne Casey's fault. But you knew they were gonna do something big, and I didn't think that they were done yet. But moving Demar was nuts, especially yeah. especially considering you know him and Kyle Lowry like their They're relationship. The, yeah. And just how much, you know, the team has has built up a fan base with the two of them there and. It's just crazy to think about. But um, if they can keep Kawhi there, that's the trade of of the century. It's like, a huge trade, yeah. It is. It just looks really bad if he takes off next year. Yeah, because I mean, like you you're gonna get a superstar for one year and then he's then he's gone. Yeah. Like then you have I mean, unless you acquire another one. And, and it's so hard. It's it's not hard to do. I should say it's hard to do when you don't have a superstar. When you have a superstar already, they want like superstars want to play with other superstars. They do, man. You know, like that's what's gonna happen with Lakers soon. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Just because I I know that the Lakers were definitely after Kawhi, but the asking price was so high because San Antonio knew that the Lakers needed Kawhi or they wanted Kawhi, right? So. They were willing to ask for the moon because they were like, if you give it to us, you'll have exactly what you want, and we know that you're not going to go after anything else. And they haven't, right? Like, yeah, um, they're pretty happy with like Ingram and everybody they have there, like the younger players. But obviously, if LeBron has signed, he signed a four year, I think. Yeah. If he if he's looking to win something in the next four years, somebody's jumping on the wagon soon. Like, oh yeah. There's no way that he can put that team on his back. It's not a Cleveland situation. No, I mean, yeah, yeah like I'm, I'm sure, like he knows, he probably, he's probably uh, in the know with all the superstars. I'm sure he could be like, yeah. like, come on, come on over, like, come on. And that's why I was interesting. It was interesting for me to see Paul George resign to, yeah. so quickly. Like I thought that was interesting, even though like, 
even though that's a great team in OKC, I just thought it was interesting to like see him not even flinch. I if I was Paul George, I'd be like, yo, LeBron, I will play with you in in LA. Let's do it. Like let's yeah. let's figure something out. Yeah. Um, but I just think like the team that the team that he's gonna be up against in the playoffs now with Golden State is just Oh my gosh, with Golden State having five superstars. It's unrelenting. Like, like you everyone's taking a pay cut just to be on the on the parade home with the yeah. with the title, right? So I know he wants to get a ring in, in the West. I know that's kind of what he's he's hoping for. It's before he retires, but, but I mean, he's got to go through a brick wall. He's gonna yeah, he's gonna be running on a brick wall, and like that's gonna be a lot of work. Like, because even when even when he gets if he gets by Golden State, taking on you know Boston or Philly or whoever comes out of the East is is not easy, right? So, no, gonna be interesting. But yeah, no, I'm excited to see this year how it goes out. And yeah. Yeah. I think as a Raptors fan, I think you just kind of got to watch the Kawhi show and yeah. enjoy it while you can, and you know, just hope he doesn't get hurt. I think that's the only thing that would really suck is if he like actually he got gets... hurt long term again. But yeah, no, I'm excited. Like I, he played. He's a great player, so I'm excited to see. Like I'm sure him and Lowry or like him and like anybody, right? They can build some good chemistry. Yeah. Like so. Yeah, the guy's a superstar on his own. So yeah, let's we'll see what he does, right? But yeah, but yeah. Uh, we uh, so coming back to the. Uh, band you toured so well yeah so like it, we wasn't like touring we went on a few quick stints the thing the thing is is that I before I was in the band was uh, a promoter of concerts in Nanaimo so I would like put on shows for friends bands and bands that were touring across Canada like um, anywhere from you know Ontario Saskatchewan uh, one in one case a, a band that was from Seattle and then a really bigger band in the in Canada which is Protest the Hero if you've ever heard those guys I personally um, haven't no. no worries they uh they had like a really big album that made it onto much music and MTV oh, awesome. and yeah so um that was probably like, the most successful show I had done um at that point I made a good amount of money and things were pretty good and then unfortunately uh unfortunately the next week I had booked a show that uh kind of didn't really work out for me in the sense that the guy, the tour, the tour uh, agent that I booked through was like, "Yeah, this is the only date in your area, so the draw should be good." And then they kind of went ahead and booked uh, a show that was like less than uh, fifty kilometers away. So um, yeah. my draw was kind of crap on a Tuesday night because there was a show on Thursday night that was way more accessible for everybody. So I lost a bunch of money. But I guess what I'm getting at is, it's funny because I was on the side of like promoting the show and worrying about the show and then i was also on the side of i get to play a show tonight who cares like i'm not yeah. gonna lose any money i'm not gonna make any money like i'm just here to to play and and uh enjoy myself and and i made a lot of friends that way too like you 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 know going city to city you just know people now which is weird um and i think it's also weird it being like almost four years later because now i <laughs> i have all these people on facebook that i don't talk to as much and there's some people that because of the band I talk to all the time and I have oh, that's awesome. which is which is really cool. But but yeah, man, it's uh it was a cool part of my life and then I think I kinda realized it was time to like figure out what I wanted to do for school and that's where I was like, this can be a hobby and I don't have to spend that much money on it because it is expensive to buy all that gear to, you know, purchase a van, you know, with a bunch of like guys that are your friends but they're also not like the most responsible people yeah. in the world and and again, living with them. So there was so all all those things that I was just like, okay, it's time to to move on, which is, which is probably good. But yeah, I mean, going into school, like weirdest decision, I think, in the sense that I had a friend of my mom's who was like, you know, you should really look into this. This would be something that 
I think you would actually not only enjoy, but would be good at. And I was like, child and youth care, like, am I going to be working in like preschools or right. daycares? And she's like, no, that's not what it is at all. And she kind of gave me an overview. And basically, if, if you never heard of like what child and youth care is, it's essentially social work with more of a counseling and a um, theoretical background to it. So okay. it's basically um, uh, working with youth, working with children um, on the development side. And um, a lot of child and youth care workers do end up working in like child protection, which is kind of yeah. what I'm thinking about going into. So, um, you know, the, unfortunately, like the tougher parts of removing kids or, you know, the nicer things of fostering kids out or adop- adopting kids out, things like that. Um, it's funny cause I went for my orientation today for my practicum. Um, and <laughs> I got a text like 10 minutes before I met up with my mentor and she's like, listen, I have a really emergency case. Uh, there's a situation that's just gone down. Uh, I, I'm going to text you when I'm available. And I didn't get a text from her for hours. Uh, and finally I was like, should we just, um, you know, re, re, uh, reschedule. And she's like, yeah, she's like, sorry about this. She's like, but this is exactly the kind of stuff we go through. And it was a pretty high stakes situation with the youth. So, right. um, I totally understand, but she basically was like, get used to this. This is what you're going to see. Right. So, um, I think that also in a good way, in a bad way, it brings a lot of excitement to what you do. For sure. No day is the same. Right. So I think that part's going to be really engaging, but, yeah. um, definitely not easy to say like, Oh, of course, I leave my phone on. That's so cute, man. <laughs> um, but of course, uh, of course, it's going to be one of those things where I'm going to have to get used to it, right? Um, yeah. I think if you if you go into it thinking like, yeah, you're going to be really good at this as soon as you get going, I think you're playing yourself because. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, you never really know what to expect, even like... No, like, you're, you're, you're literally dealing with other people. Yeah. And you're dealing with other people who are looking for you, looking to you for leadership and for, for help, right? So I think it's definitely interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. So, like, uh, are you more, like, interested in, like, help working with the youth or, like, more of the younger or the older... For me, it's always been youth, yeah. A good question, for sure. Like, I have a lot of friends that are like, no, like, I'm really interested in, in working with, um, you know, children and and uh directly under 13 and for me right. it's like no i've i've always wanted to be um you know the mentoring and the the guidance side of like you know coming along somebody in the toughest parts of their their lives right for me like i don't know about you but like going into high school like it's such a huge change such a huge change and such an interesting time to like be um so under a microscope you know what i mean yeah. like and i can't imagine it now like i got we got facebook when I was like in grade eight or seven for me. Right. So you were probably like, like five or six or yeah, something. Right. But like, I didn't even go on it until cause right. like, oh, you're too young or whatever. And, and no, none of us had like phones in high school, right? Yeah. Maybe towards the end of high school. Right. And then, like, it, even then it was like the iPhone. I, I don't think was out until we were in, I was in high school and you were probably getting close to finishing. So yeah. Like for me, I think it was like 2010, like the iPhone four came out, which was like the actual like decent phone that like ran the internet. Yeah. Right. So, and I, yeah, I, I had graduated like a year and a half later. So I guess what I'm saying is, is like going into that stage of my life now with all that extra stuff, I don't know how you could do it. No. Like, I had friends that barely graduated because of Xbox live. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like, like I think we all had those friends that were like, you just don't go to class because you're playing live all the time. All day. Yeah. I'm like, and that was hard enough. But now like, 
they have these phones and like yeah. there's Fortnite on the phone and like there's like all these things that like <laughs> playing Fortnite on my phone is like shouldn't even be, be a thing. A thing. No, I'm at this is so embarrassing, but I'm at like a concert the other night and uh, I'm in like the lounge sitting area of this like bar show. Yeah, and I literally am like oh, I don't care about this band. And it's too loud to talk in here with my buddies. I'm like, I'm just going to play a quick round of Fortnite. And it's just, like, <laughs> the stupidest thing, like, that I can do that. But I guess what I'm saying is, is, like, the baggage now that you bring into to uh, your life when you enter high school is, is just crazy. Yeah. Um, one of, like, my favorite comedians right now, Bo Burnham. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I've heard of I've seen his both his specials. Oh, he's, he's awesome. He just put out a... He directed, wrote, and produced a film called eighth grade and okay. it's like really focuses now on like these days going into like middle school high school and uh just how absurd like um the priorities of of life are at that time yeah. like the fact that you know a pool party is like a pretty stupid idea and considering that it's like all these people whose bodies they'd rather not show at all like showing them off next to a pool and and all of them look different you know like everyone's in different stages and it's just so interesting because I get I think that's like a great snap, snapshot of like what I I want to help kids like our youth move through yeah is the fact that you have no assurance of who you are or what you're going to be or who you want to be right I look at myself in high school and I'm like I, of course you get embarrassed right like you of course, like think I mean, it's like, gonna happen right you like look back at like what you thought what your priorities were what you were worried about and you're like why was I worried about that? But that's exactly what goes through your head back then is like, you're so worried about being accepted. Um, having, you know, a safe group of people who you're like, Oh God, like yeah. no matter what happens, at least these people are going to be with me. Right. Absolutely. Um, and not all of us, I think got that right. Um, no, some, like some people, like they only had one friend and like that friend would like, you know, they'd go see other people and then they'd be like, eh, I'm okay. Like I'll just, right. Y'll I'll hang back or, yeah. you know, it's not, I don't think I can really, hang with these people it's not really my my crowd yeah exactly but yeah i've always seen that being a lot more relatable and i've always seen that being a lot more um important i think i think a lot of kids um youth i should say um need that encouragement to not only like a finish school but b to try and enjoy themselves like yeah it's so hard i mean there's there's two ends of the spectrum where you just don't want to be there and there's the other end of the spectrum where you're there but you're so worried about your grades or you're so worried about your engagement with what you're doing at school that you're just not enjoying it yeah and it's so funny because like at barsby i had um a science teacher um you probably had a mr peaster yeah i did yeah mr peaster was so funny because he was a very stern guy super stern very serious but I remember one time in particular, I think it was like grade 10 bio biology or something. I kind of like thanked him at the end of the year because I'd seen that he had given me a B when I totally, I don't think I even really deserved a B to be honest. And he's like, you know what? He's like, uh, he's like, you're doing it and you're trying to have fun while you're doing it. And that's all I care about. And I was like, Perfect. all right. But the, but you wouldn't expect that from him. Cause he just, that wasn't the guy he was. No, because he was always very, he's always very stern. He's always like, you know, like you're in my class, you're here to listen, you're here to learn. Like, yeah. Very, uh, very like worried about whether you're paying attention, worried about whether you're getting stuff in on time, which, Hey, that's his job. Oh, that's his but thing, right? I just did not expect him to be like, I respect your hustle. I respect that you're trying to have <laughs> some fun while you're here. Cause like, to be honest, I did like, can I swear? Yeah, go for it. Okay. I did fuck around a lot in that class. Oh yeah. And I think like, 
everybody had that class where your friends, you had that perfect balance of like friends in your class. Yeah. And it was probably the worst thing for all of you because you didn't pay attention. No, you had way always... too much fun. You were stoked for the class because you're like, like I'm not going to do today. Exactly. Yeah. What kind of shit are we going to get into today? And there was stuff that happened that like I look back on and I'm like, we were just idiots, but <laughs> um, definitely wouldn't trade it. And I think, uh, <laughs> I think if if those people that were in that class were here today, I would definitely reminisce about some of that stuff that I remember, but I don't think they want to remember, which right. is which is pretty fun. But yeah, so um, I definitely think that youth is is the way that I'm going to be the most effective okay, in what I'm cool. doing. So nice. sorry for just giving you these long winded. Hey, answers, no, it's but, cool. Like I'm glad you like you know you know what you want you know what you want you you're prepared you know. For sure, for sure. But uh, this is part of the show called The Motivational Moment. Mm. So I would like you to describe me your passion in five words or less. Oh, this is so tough. So do a lot of people give you like, do they give you like five straight words or they give you like separate words and, and equaling to five? What's like the... It all depends. Like I've had, I mean like, so you don't have to base it off like your exact passion. Right. It could be like something you just live by. Like I've had people say like my one guest mm -hmm. said, do whatever I want. I had somebody say, be nice, have fun. Um, or like be respectful to others. You know, there's all this like they're almost like values at okay. this point. Okay. Okay. For me, I think I do have to kind of sum it up in words because I think that's the only way it's not gonna like this fly just hates me. <laughs> um, I think it's the only way it's not gonna it's not gonna get too too far out. I think for me, it's like people, passion, laughing. Um, I think enjoying, and I think present and when i say present i just mean like being present because like present, I, like not recording it on your phone you know like and that's the thing so many people are like why didn't you get a picture of that or like why didn't you uh take a video of that like especially like if i'm at like a concert or if i'm at like um you know a thing with my family and i'm like <clears throat> because like the most valuable one to me was the fact that i saw it with my eyes yeah not you're not seeing it through the screen yeah yeah like 100 percent. like it's not it uh you know not every moment you need to capture it. Some moments and, you kind of just need to cherish. For and the yourself. way that you capture it is like so. So it, it's all up to you, right? Yeah. One of the ones that comes back to me is like, I went to uh, this festival called Warp Tour back in the day, like when I was like, I think I was like 15. And I won VIP for like one of my favorite bands. They were called oh, cool. Under Oath. And uh, I was like backstage and I was like, what is happening here? This is crazy. And. I got to watch them from side stage for the whole oh, show. Oh, yeah, okay. And everyone's like, it was so weird because we could see you from side stage and you just sat there and stared and, like, you didn't take a picture, you didn't, <laughs> like, rock out, you just kind of... And I was like, yeah, because, like, I literally, like, took it in, like, holy... Like, this, this is, is happening a, yeah. right now. Um, and it's so funny because I look back at that and I'm like, that pretty much sums up how I feel about a lot of things. Like, I, I don't... I'm not the kind of person to, like post every moment on social media obviously if i find something funny like i will definitely like oh, yeah. find a way to milk it but i'm not the kind of person to be like at the beach and have to take like the perfect picture of yeah. the beach right so um i think uh i think that's definitely uh what sets me apart from a lot of people's i just don't don't, uh, you don't need to care about that phone yeah, yeah that's really. cool i will say I love technology. I have two oh, phones. Yeah. I have to have two phones. Like, I have one for work. I have one for personal. I have an iPad and I have a MacBook. But at the same time, I just think, like, the worlds are kind of different for me. For sure. Because a lot of people, I think, their social life and their connection to everything in the world is through the, whatever's on the phone, the social media, the the YouTube, the the Tinder, right? Yeah, whatever it is, yeah, right? So, for sure. Yeah. That's cool. 
So you did a you did it you recently did your first stand up show. So yeah. tell me about that. Like what uh, like what motivated you to give it, it was, a try? It was weird because the way it kind of came up was um, I do a, a pretty good Donald and Trump impression. Okay, Donald okay. Trump impression. So. My buddy, uh, two of my buddies, they're in a band together in town called Tom Hills. And they were like, can you lend us your Trump impression for this interview we want to do? And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, we want you to interview us as, as Donald Trump. And I was like, I can do that. Right. So <laughs> we did like a 30-minute live stream of an interview. And uh, <laughs> people just ate it up. They thought it was hilarious. And it kept going on that, you know... I was basically this cheerleader for the band. Like, I, like they're all my friends, right? Yeah, but I, of course. I, I, I literally was just like, hey, these are my friends. I support them. To the point where my buddy Liam, who's the singer, goes, um, if, some, if everyone thinks that Aaron Moore should do stand-up, you know, like the status. And I got a whole bunch of likes and comments, and um, he, he invited me for coffee one night, and he goes, so we're trying to raise money for our next album. Uh, how would you feel about doing a stand-up set for us? And I was like... At first, I was like, no way. Yeah, of course. I was like, no way, I'm not going to do that. And then it kind of turned into, let me think about it. Oh, yeah, okay. And then (laughs) it was funny because about a week and a half later, I get a call from him uh, while I'm driving, and he's like, so I booked the venue. And I was like, (laughs) oh, good. He's like, like, yeah, do you want the date? I was like, yeah, go ahead. And he's like, "Uh, July 21st. So I was like isn't that bathtub weekend? He's like, he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, perfect. Good. Yeah. Lots of people downtown. <laughs> lots of people that are going to be there. Perfect. He's yeah. like, you don't sound impressed. I'm like, no, no, I'm excited. Like, this is great. <laughs> um, so I was definitely like, I was worried at that point. I was For like, sure. I got to get writing. I got to figure out, figure this thing out. I have to do what some people have spent, uh, like you months know, months to preparing. a year yeah. preparing to do. So how did you find, like, preparing the material? Did you find it, like, pretty... Like, did you kind of look for, like, a topic and then just focus on that, or did... It's so weird. Like, I wrote my best shit just thinking to myself in the car. Oh, really? Like, it's so weird that way. Like, you you want to say that, like, I'm going to sit down today and I'm going to work on this. But you yeah. can't. Because, like, with stand-up, it's like, you can't just have a funny thought or a funny, like, way of telling something by just sitting down and, and focusing on it. I just couldn't do it. So it would suck. Like, there would be times where... I'd be like in the car and I'd be like, I got to pull over because I got to write this down right now or else right. I'm going to forget. So I'd like get out my notes app, pulled over and be like, and like tapping away, like trying to like write down this idea to the point where when I read it later, I'm like, oh yeah, this is that great idea I had. Right. So, uh, so yeah, it was definitely hard. And then I, I, I thought to myself, I'm like, how much can I do? How much can I realistically do before A, it, it just isn't good or B, it's, it's too short. So I did about... 12 to 13 minutes, um, uh, which, like, was good for the first time, because up there it feels like forever. I bet, like... But in the crowd, everyone's like, no, like, you know, it was nice, and it was, it didn't feel like you were up there too long, it didn't feel like it blew by too quickly. Okay, okay, that's good. Uh, overall, I have, like, pretty bad anxiety as is, like, I, I just am a pretty anxious person, but leading up to it, I was a ball of stress, like, I was just like... I bet, like... I was like, I'm gonna forget up there, nothing's gonna land... People aren't gonna think I'm funny anymore. You you get this like you get spiral like, in your head of yeah. like, if this happens, this happens, and this happens. Like it's just like once one thing happens, you're yeah. not gonna be able to recover, and then you're literally just gonna. Exp- the ground floor is blown out, yeah. and I'm gonna be crashing. Yeah. So when it actually came time to do it, I like uh, I definitely had like my buddy Zach like just kind of sit me down and be like, "You're gonna be fine. 
everything's gonna go well. <laughs> People love you. It's like, okay. So when I got up there, it all actually went really well. People laughed. Uh, you know, the jokes, every one of them basically hit. That's um, awesome. And it really felt good. And you know what the thing is, is like it felt sweeter because I was so worried. Yeah. At the end, I was like, holy shit, like why was I worried? But at the same time, I was like, I don't know if I can do this again because leading up to it, I was just like, <laughs> this is ruining my life. Why did I say yes to this? <laughs> so I definitely think that I'm not, not closed off to the idea, but I definitely... Like you'd have to like, I guess, be a little more prepared. Yeah, and I'd have to feel a lot more confident in what I'm doing. Basically, I threw everything together in a month and a half, which, looking back at, was just stupid. It was stupid <laughs> to try and do that, but um, it went well enough that I'm like, if I had enough time, could I could I do this right? So, I mean, at least like at least you got like your feet wet. Yeah, you can like you tested yeah. it out. You're like, yeah. you know, like you would definitely go. You could go back, but it's like you will you put the time. You got to put the time in and stuff. Oh, for sure. And the funny thing is, is everyone's like, well, why don't you? Why don't you post a video of it and da da da? And I'm like, I have a video of it. Don't believe, don't don't uh, uh, don't don't doubt that. But I just don't know if I could release it because it's just like, it's almost like uh, it's almost like releasing something that you didn't know how it was gonna go. It's like an experiment that yeah, you, and and you're not even sure yet if you how you feel about it. So letting everyone see that is it was it's gonna be interesting. But I think eventually I will post it That's because awesome. it's like. It's kind of just leaving it in the past and being like, it went how it went, it, I did how I did, and it's over, right? So. For sure. Yeah, like, w when you do post it, I'm going to be really excited to watch For it. Sure. Like, it's good. Like, I, I think I'll get a good laugh, I know. Yeah, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of Nanaimo material, so I think oh, as cool. long as you so know like, Nanaimo, I think you're probably going to like it. But Nothing better than that. Yeah, so, in short, I think uh, it went well, but... Um, <laughs> as far as how it goes next time, I think I think that remains to be seen. I, I don't know. So. Well, I look forward to your next one. Like, I'll, I'll uh, hopefully I can make the next one. Yeah, know? no worries, no worries. It's tough because by the time I went on, it was about 10:30 at night. So for most of the bar crowd on Friday, like for bathtub, everyone was like at the fireworks, right? So for sure. that's kind of how that goes. But no, it was good. There was a lot of people, and that's uh, awesome. My buddies made a lot of money, you know, for their album release, which is going to be good. So that's great. Um, all good. Awesome, yeah. man. Well, I just wanted to thank you for coming on the no show. Worries, man. I appreciate Thanks it. Much, yeah. uh, where can the people find you? Um, <laughs> good question. Uh, I should plug this because if I don't, I think I, I'd be silly. For sure. I need to pay tuition for another year. So if you want to get a phone, uh, definitely hit me up on Facebook or um, you know, come in and see me at Costco if you have a Costco membership in the household. Um, as shameless as I am with this, I will say uh, anything is really... Appreciate it, and of course, I want to get you a good deal on a phone with all those Costco cash cards and everything. So absolutely, that's pretty big. And then, yeah, I mean, if I do do another stand-up, I definitely uh, will uh, make it known. So uh, thanks so much, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, and, thank you for uh, coming it's, on. It's cool to do this. Yeah, cool, man. Uh, you can find me at Just Charisma. I think I said eighteen. This episode was eighteen. It might be nineteen. I can't actually remember. Um, <laughs> Hard to keep keep track of this point. It is sometimes. Uh, if you like the if you like the videos, hit that subscribe button. Check out the other videos; they're always great. You know, everyone gets better. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you, and thank you again, Aaron. No worries, man. Thanks so much.